Hi Scott, Jonathan Wickman here, going to answer the question that you have. Sometimes it's easier to do it in audio than typing it out. Um, borrowing another 3 to $6 trillion at nearly 0%. Well, you know, at this point, uh, we see that it's QE to infinity, and really, you want to go back to the repo market uh, in September. So I'm not sure if you read my article that I wrote on that, but, you know, with this 3 to $6 trillion, it's it's not... It, it's just being fully monetized um, immediately. So, you know, the deficit is, you know, the United States deficit is at $1, $1 trillion and, and growing. So the, ac- the actual tax revenue coming in to service this debt is, you know, we're, we're over that already. So they have to keep borrowing to keep government, you know, to keep the lights on, really. Um, but here's the thing. So the banks don't even trust the collateral. And the collateral, the majority of it, when the repo markets broke, was it was all U.S. Treasuries. So the banks are, when it spiked to 10%, they're basically saying that, you know, this is some risky stuff. They don't, they don't want to give real liquidity uh, in exchange for this uh, collateral. The collateral, it goes back to the example I gave with the Lamborghini, right? So you 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 have a Lamborghini and you want to get you know, some, you know, borrow some cash uh, from the bank for it. Now, the bank's never seen it, so, you know, they think that the value of it is really a, a quarter million, but you forgot to tell them that the engine's missing. So obviously that would change everything. So the engine, using the example, the engine's missing when it comes to the, the U.S. Treasury debt. Um, there's no way to to pay this back ever, and so the, uh, yes, the Chinese hold about one you know, one trillion dollars worth of treasuries, and they understand that they are probably going to get stiffed on this in in, in one way or another, and that's why they've been uh, stockpiling physical gold holdings for quite some time. Russia's been doing the same thing as well as a few other countries, but China really has been stockpiling. So um, you know, the Federal Reserve is backed into a corner. The United States government is in a corner. And yeah, they're they're basically you know they're bankrupt. I mean, they're it's done, it's over. But you know, obviously, governments never go bankrupt. They just hyperinflate the currency until they have to reset uh, into something else. Because everything right now that we're we're working off of is a confidence game. Um, so as long as people still believe that the future purchasing power of the dollar is going to be there, they'll continue to work and accept payment for it. If they don't believe that it's going to hold purchasing power, it's going to rapidly decline, then the moment that they get those dollars, they're going to be exchanging it for you know something tangible. And the same thing will happen with China. So if the federal, you know, if China was to offload their one trillion dollars, there's no organic, there's no organic buyers to sop up that much treasuries uh, in the open market, right? It's it's Federal Reserve as a buyer of the last resort. So they'll monetize that, and you know, I mean, if they're going to be, you know, if they're going to be straight up with China, they'll actually cash them out. You know, they'll give them the cash for it. But China is not going to hold on to the cash. They're going to immediately uh, either, you know, tie that down to real things. So it's all going to come back here and tie it down to real things in within the country, whatever they can get their hands on. Or they're going to immediately just throw it into gold or. I don't know, Bitcoin, <laughs> whatever they can do to get out of the dollar as fast as possible because the writing's on the wall here. And, um, you know, with, with everything that's happened with COVID-19 and all the mass unemployment, I just checked out the unemployment numbers. You know, we're well over 22% now uh, unemployment. So the price of labor is going to become extremely uh, cheap. And I did a... Uh, I, I did a video about three years ago analyzing the whole Foxconn deal that came over here. And those numbers never added up for me because I know what the cost of you know doing business in, in this country is versus like Taiwan. 
And it, the numbers weren't, weren't adding up for, you know, us having a real manufacturing process line here. I know there's automation stuff, but just actual human people on the line manufacturing stuff didn't make any sense to me unless the uh, economic environment changed dramatically uh, in 2020 to where the cost of labor was going to be really, really cheap. So, you know, did, did, did these multinational co- corporations, did they know that this was going to happen in 2020? I mean, that's a pretty big, you know, pretty big gamble to, to move such a large operation here, knowing that we're a very expensive country to do business in, um, even with all the, you know, subsidies, corporate uh, subsidies and, and stuff like that that were given for it. It still didn't make it didn't make sense for when it come you know come come down dollars and cents it didn't make it didn't add up to their cost of labor over in Taiwan versus ours, but now with this massive unemployment uh, issue, um, you know there's a lot of people looking for jobs and not enough jobs available, so the cost of labor will come down. How far is it going to drop? Now that's the question. Uh, we'll see. So that's my take on it. Um, really, you know, Trump borrowing at near zero. Um, it's a deal for whom? That's the question. It's not a deal for us, right? We're all going to, you know, anyone holding dollars is going to get screwed over. Um, it, does it keep the lights on? Does it keep the government, you know, uh, online and kicking this can down a little further down the road? Yeah, sure. But there's going to be some severe consequences uh, to this. Uh, as well as going, you know, going back to a gold or silver um, you know, um, uh, standard, whether it's convertible or not, actually convertible, that's tough because there hasn't been a real audit you know, of like Fort Knox and the gold. We don't even know how much we actually have. I know there's been talks of possibly nationalizing the miners in, in this country to make up for, you know, that difference. We'll see. Uh, you got to remember, in doing that, you're going to take the power, you know, absolute power away from the Federal Reserve, something they've enjoyed since 1913. So I don't think that's going to go away you know, so easily. Uh, that would be nice, but again, it's it's been a tough sell. I mean, JFK tried that, and look where that got him, right? So you know the story. That's my take on it. I hope that answers your question. Thanks, man. Bye.